testing. One, two, three, four, three, four. I don't know. Say something. Something. Testing. <sighs> One, two, three, four, five, six. I live for that sigh. You it's, know I do. It's been too long. It has been too long. We're, we're off our game. Hello and welcome to Jeff and Amy at the Well. This is episode 33. We are uh, we're back after a bit of a hiatus. Um, we are back to discuss, uh, you know, kind of what uh, a little bit of an update from our last podcast and, and to discuss some, some new topics. Yeah, we went from uh, a weekly podcast to an occasional podcast. So when a when a really good topic comes uh, comes uh, comes up, it's worth talking about. You the know what? The occasion has arrived. Yes, it has. We should say I'm Jeff Slater, pastor of Trinity United Methodist in Lincoln, Nebraska. And I'm Amy Slater, pastor of Southgate United Methodist in beautiful Lincoln, Nebraska. And we are married, so when we fight later, you all have context as to why. <laughs> That's how that we works, right? We never fight. We love each other. We kind of I don't know. There's we have tension, but we don't like. Knock down, drag out, fight like some couples do. Nah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> even though I try to pick it, pick it sometimes. <laughs> we have banter. We have banter. <laughs> That's what it is, banter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So what so, are we talking about? Let's uh, let's give a little context. You know, podcasts you can listen to them whenever. So we should say where we sit right now because it is a very particular place in history. But one that's brought up a very some very interesting questions, and I think there are more good questions about to come our way as a society, and it's a good time for Christianity and faith and two pastors who overthink things. Well, okay, me who overthinks things and you who, you who brings some sense to it. Or who too. just, like, you know, like likes to, to poke and prod and irritate right. you. So we are... Hopefully, God willing, at the mm-hmm. end of this pandemic right now, it's not e- over emerging yet. Emerging into a, right. a, a new normal. I have a. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make a little prediction right now. We are. Uh, what are we? Three weeks away from Easter. Yeah, it is March seventeenth, twenty twenty one. Yep, St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. And I, my prediction is that Easter is going to be the date that we look back at as when things started to feel normal again. And we're still going to be wearing masks and six feet apart and all that. But mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just my hunch is that we're going to look at Easter as a time people started coming back to church in a more normal sort of way, a more a more regular sort of way. So from a from a church perspective, from a church perspective, it, it'll feel well. Maybe society as a whole that'd be nice if they yeah. if they recognized Easter as a time of new life. But that's mm-hmm. that's another time. Yeah. Um, that's my prediction anyway, and I say that in part because as we sit right here, three weeks out. Our RSVP for the services are almost full already. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, because there's more people having their vaccines, right? Mm-hmm. So right now, that all the conversation is older people um, have gotten their second vaccine now. And by older, I mean 70 plus. Mm-hmm. I know of more than one who's marked on their calendar when the vaccine is in full force and they can, like, see people again. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the meantime, people 65 and older are getting them. Teachers were opened up a couple weeks ago. Um, like it's beginning to filter through. Right. But yeah. not fully there yet. 
Mm-hmm. There's yeah. variants increasing around the world. Actually, not increasing. They've kind of leveled off in most places, though there are some pockets. However, that's, there's some fear that that might lead to more resurgences, so we're all kind of afraid to hope right now. Yeah, they're... they're like with the variants, it's, a, it's my understanding that the vaccines are effective against the variants. Most of them. Most of them, okay. The South Africa um, one, I think it is. Brazil, I don't remember. UK, it's effective against. I thought it was effective against the I, South Africa Okay, one. you see where we are right now? Yeah. Well, there's, there's just, it's ever-changing. And yeah. so, yeah. Uh, but I think you get, you get the vaccine out more and more that prevents the spread. So we were kind of like, you know, in a race here. Um, A race against the variants. Race against the variants, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So you've got your prediction. I've got my prediction. Yeah. And and yours was more of a, when will we feel like normal church-wise? I'm thinking more a broader society thing. And as we we get into summer, it will feel almost normal throughout the summer. But I suspect into like the fall and winter, we'll have to 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 uh, lock down a bit more yeah um and then coming out of that will be kind of more of an ongoing new normal there like as in i'm gonna guess where you're coming from that is there will be some people who don't trust the vaccine you know i don't know 30 mm-hmm. of society something like that and when we head into fall winter there we might, we be might have bump. a bit of a, a resurgence yeah, and also i have read that the vaccine they they say you can, for, for, you know, they're saying, okay, if you got the vaccine, you can be around other vac- fully vaccinated people without masks. But they say for six, it, it, that that effectiveness lasts six months. So what does that mean then after that six months? But of course, we don't really know. This is all kind of guess because the vaccine hadn't been around long enough to know. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. So do we all need to get boosters, and then we got to go through all this whole vaccine? There's been talk of that. Okay, we're kind of getting off the thing, didn't we? Yeah. But this moment in history brings ethics questions. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. That was a devious, happy smile. I I feel it, too, because I love a good big picture question. But to me, there's a big ethics question before you're vaccinated and and more big ethics questions after you're vaccinated. So let's start with where you and I... Are, are you comfortable ter- telling our vaccination story? Yes. I didn't ask you that before we started recording. Well, I, it was assumed when we talked about what okay. we talked about. <laughs> Did that make sense? Uh, sure. <laughs> so I was... Uh, so so we both work in... Church. So pastors are not on the Nebraska list. The list of, of prioritizing of who right. gets the vaccine when. So and every health, state yeah. is different, right, so right. that's helpful. <laughs> so healthcare workers, everybody agrees healthcare workers are number one. Absolutely. Be- in lots of ways, but because they're around <laughs> it all the time, yeah. and they're exposed to it a lot, and they're needed to help. <laughs> well, yeah, we got to keep uh, them healthy. First responders, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know our, our United Methodist Conference denominational body uh, did some lobbying to try to get pastors on the list. Uh, ours is it both Kansas and Nebraska? I'm not sure how they did in Kansas. I know nothing's come of it in Nebraska. Right. Uh, Missouri was successful. I oh think, yeah. With theirs, but and, and and there's something to be said for that too. And mm-hmm. to me, by the way, this I'm not just flapping my mouth. Well, I am, but this plays <laughs> into the ethics question here too. Yes. Uh, because there was a moment where I had two funerals going on at once during this pandemic. 
and I would see some people on Sunday morning. I considered my like the office staff and the worship staff here at church was like my social bubble, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but then, so I would be around them, and then I would go with a funeral family. Now, funeral directors are on the priority list, right? Because right. they're around lots of families. Mm-hmm. Pastors are around families like that, hit and miss. Right. So there, but there was one moment where I was with one family, and then we had another death. And so I was around, I was going back and forth between two different families, mm-hmm. some of which had flown in from hot spots. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm like, this this isn't wise. I should not be going between these two families. But there's a death, and these people are hurting, and I had to make the call of what to do. Now people are starting to come back to church, so I'm around them more. Uh, I mean, yeah. would you say something similar? I'm kind of doing all the talking here. No, yeah, it does. What. It's the question of, of who should be prioritized um, and, and should clergy be prioritized. And, and in some states, they are getting, yeah. they are included on the lists. And I've heard in some counties, like, like Douglas County in Omaha, they've, they've mm. included clergy, um, prioritize them, and, and, and others not. And, you know, they, the overall state of Nebraska, um, for, initially was prioritizing like high-risk folks with with um, pre-existing conditions but then more recently changed that to prioritize educators right and and, and every state is different and how do you choose and it's it's just a mess unless anyone hear me wrong I am not arguing that I should be in a high spot mm-hmm. uh, I, I am arguing that pastors probably ought to be on the list somewhere like I would say that we are we ought to be below teachers and funeral directors, but we ought to be before our normal age group because we spend a lot of time around older people. Mm-hmm. That alone right there, it's not about us getting sick, it's about us spreading it to our congregations and the older people who are mostly vaccinated and still are we're around because that's part of our job. Right. So I'm not saying we need a really high spot. I'm just saying we, we have no guidance and we're kind of on our own here. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so both of us work in churches with some form of child care, right? Which does qualify for us for a vaccine, because Cur- yeah, right. it recently they they right. opened it up to basically childcare. basically along with teachers, mm-hmm. because you and I also work around children and the teachers, and we don't want the virus in our building with all these kids, right? Uh, so as soon as it op- as soon as it opened up. Uh, we, we we still have not been called to one of the mass vaccination clinics. Right. We've registered. Oh, actually, we did get our call uh, here at Trinity. Oh, you did? But before okay. that call came, uh, it uh, they opened up at a local grocery store. Mm-hmm. Some slots opened up, and you and I did our best to, to get in. And I don't know. I had these I had these weird ethical feelings then. Oh, totally. It's like I, I, I qualify now, but... I also know people who need it more than I do, yeah. who ought to be getting this slot. Refresh, yeah. refresh, refresh. <laughs> I'm yeah. in. Yeah, it and was then, a then mixed feelings about being in because I know people who need it more than I do. <laughs> yeah, it was it was kind of a uh, it was a mind game for me too, because um, I got the call from you saying, you know, here's the website they're they're signing people up. And initially, it was kind of vague as far as whether or not they were including child cares. And it, it was unclear at first. It was very unclear. This is a grocery store chain, and their website was not built for this. And they were <laughs> trying to accommodate multiple states and different requirements. Yeah, it's a multi multi state grocery store yeah. chain. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I really, I'm happy. 
can really sympathize. So I'm not I'm not dogging anybody uh, or, or criticizing. But um, yeah, it was just like I didn't want to jump the line if 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 it wasn't my turn yet, and and so. But it, it, it was different trying to, to, it was like a land grab for spots for, for appointments versus waiting for a phone call for somebody else to determine if it was your turn yet. Right. You know, and so like, what, you know, there, you it's like, and, and in the back of my mind are all these stories of like these young people who dress up as elderly people to try and grab yeah, their yeah, yeah, spot. Yeah. Or, or these these stories that grab headlines of really rich people flying across the the, the globe to get to buy their shots. And I, heard like about, that. Uh, I heard about I heard about people were donating large amounts of money to nursing homes so that they could get it with a long term care residence because mm -hmm. they donated lots of money or maybe they paid a I think I heard one that they paid a large deposit to live there eventually. Yeah. And as a result, managed to get a vaccine through yeah. the nursing home. Right? Right? Like there's stuff yeah. going on. Yeah. And, and, you know, we want to encourage people to get vaccines. And, and anybody who gets a vaccine is helping not only themselves, but anybody they come in contact with. Which so, for us is a lot of old people and the kids in our building, too. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, <laughs> so, so, yeah, all of this is in the back of my mind as I'm, like, getting this appointment. And then I'm sitting there. And like you, you had initially gotten that call that said, "No, we're not doing childcare centers." They kicked me out at first, yeah. and then six six hours later, they the, the health up. department cleared uh, uh, cleared yeah. up the rules. Yeah. Clarified. That's Clarified. what it doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, six hours later, and by that point, you had gotten one, and mm -hmm. then I I got in after that. The next day, I ended yeah. up going. And I was still waiting for a phone call to tell me, no, you can't come, you know, the whole time. Yeah, there's this fear. It's like, are they yeah. going to tell me? And th and a little bit of me that's thinking, maybe I want them to tell me because I, I hope they have somebody who needs it more than I do. Yeah. And I <laughs> there's all this emotion of a year Lots coming down emotion. on this one moment. And it's, it's profoundly ethical, too. Yeah. And I was prepared with, like proof of employment at the church and proof that the church had the child care in case they asked for that kind of thing. And then the poor grocery store pharmacist is like, just, we, just sign here, go get your shot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they, they have enough to do, you know. Yeah. Um, but, but going there and sitting there as I'm waiting for them to take me back to give the shot, there was an, some elderly woman who walked up and asked for an appointment and they're like well yeah did they really oh, oh yeah my goodness. and they oh, asked no. her they asked her how old she was and she was in her 70s and they said well, i'm picturing this little lady like 97 oh no 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 yeah well I, you know and i was feeling pretty guilty knowing that i yeah, had the appointment yeah. and you know they told her she needed to to go online but that all the appointments had that they had open at the moment were, were taken and she just well i can't you know she had difficulty with even navigating the website so that's where she was there well, in person now see you and i have good internet we had the time of, we, we you know we weren't like on the clock so mm -hmm. we were able to hit refresh i mean there's privilege coming into this too totally uh that's why we managed to get the grocery store appointments rather than having to wait for the mask clinic and, mm -hmm. and then sitting it, it was just like yeah so there's all this emotion sitting there waiting do i even deserve this yeah. Oh, ooh. Do now you're I getting even into deserve theology. it? Um, shouldn't somebody else more worthy get it? And and you know, the, like, 
there there have been people who who have said you know if you get a chance to get the shot you know just take it because you're not you're, it's not just helping yeah. you it's helping others as well and i actually read a, an article in the new york times months ago months ago before mm-hmm. the vaccines were even approved and god bless whoever wrote this that saw this problem coming mm-hmm. these questions and what that what that writer said was if you're offered a vaccine take it mm-hmm. don't play the mind game that is going to come to us all take it yes we should do everything we can to make it as fair and equitable as possible but the the risk of a vaccine going to waste is too great the most important thing is to get everybody vaccinated as quickly as possible as best and as equally as we can do it but that will not be perfect in any case Mm -hmm. if you're offered a vaccine don't play the mind game take the vaccine is what it said and uh, i'm so glad i read that even now i mean i'm still i mean i'm reliving this i'm still questioning and wondering if we did the right thing yeah um but there it is Mm -hmm. and there's more of it coming so okay i want to talk about ethics after the vaccine too but you were going to talk about john wesley yes and i think this might be the time yeah so um and and this is just a a general rule of living that that um has guided methodists since the time of john wesley yeah john wesley is the founder of united methodism Right. Methodism. Method, not just, Methodism. Not, not United, just United Methodism. That's our flavor of it today. Right, right. Just Methodism. So, um, the general rules are, first, do no harm. Second, do good. Do all kinds of good you possibly can. And the third one, uh, the original old-timey language is attend the ordinances of God. Attending upon, upon all the, the ordinances. ordinances of God. I have it in my hand. Oh, Thank you very okay. Much. Yeah. Now, aren't you impressed that I remembered that much? I but am. What that yeah. means is, um, do do those things that 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 help grow your relationship with God, your love of God. Pray, um, worship, pray, worship, communion, communion uh, scripture, that kind of thing. And so, um, the you know we we the, the the do no harm and the do good. Those those are things that. Um, we look to as as questions um, when when we're we're facing these ethical things. Um, you know, is is getting the vaccine ahead of others? You know, is that causing harm? Right. It, it, and it's murky because, like, we never know. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll never know if it's causing harm to get the vaccine. Maybe, quite possibly. But there's also good that's being done, because that's kind of why I started the way I did. Mm-hmm. Pastors kind of don't have guidance in Nebraska. Right. We know we ought to fall on the list somewhere, but our category wasn't included in the list. Right. <laughs> so it's, uh, and of course, there's also the children in the building thing, which is, of course, where we eventually mm-hmm. qualified, and, and that's important too. So by us getting vaccinated, we hope we're not doing any harm. Are we doing enough good? Are we doing all the good we can, as the rule says? Uh, well, let's hope that the good of us getting the vaccine outweighs, you know... The risk uh, that we took someone's slot. Yeah. Yeah. And Pretty. maybe, you know, maybe we, as as much as more, more and more vaccines are rolling out, yeah, hopefully we 
are o- just and overthinking this. Probably yes. Yeah. That that is our way. Mostly, <laughs> that mostly is our me. way. <laughs> mostly you, but then it ca- it's catching. But <laughs> it's I think I, I think part me. of the reason I wanted to do this podcast today is because of how much I appreciate it. I'm, I'm just articulating this right now. Mm-hmm. This is therapy for me, dear. Thank you. Oh yes. Uh, th- but I I know how much I appreciated that article that I read months ago that helped me think through these questions before my moment came. Mm-hmm. And I know that a lot of people that listen to this podcast, their moments haven't come yet. And it will. Right. So think about this now. And then, oh, we've said this before. What does your spiritual director always tell you, dear? Be gentle with yourself. Be gentle with yourself. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, the mind game, the mind game is inevitable. And it does have some importance. But in the end, take the darn shot. Yeah. Because our society needs it. If you're offered a vaccine, take it. I almost said that differently than darn, but I I, I reined myself in. Yeah. And just don't pile on yourself, even as there there are all these stories out there of people who have gone to outrageous lengths of using their privilege to jump the line. Just don't. Like donating to a nursing home, that kind of thing. Yeah, those kinds of things. Just... um, just don't. Just don't don't pile on yourself. Don't pile on the guilt. Be gentle with yourself. There's a, there's a difference for us in hitting refresh when our when our window was honestly opened. Yeah. Uh, and and donating to a nursing home to get a shot early. There's a big difference between those two things. Yeah. And <laughs> maybe I still need to hear that myself. I'm still playing the mind game, aren't I? Yeah, yeah. Yes yeah. you are. Stop it. <laughs> but any any individual who gets the vaccine is doing a good thing beyond themselves. Yeah. So we can be angry at the people who jump the line with their privilege of, you know, with lots of money or whatever, but they're still helping other people by getting the shot for themselves. Yeah. You know what else we should probably say? What? Do no harm. Do all the good you can. Stay in love with God. Mm-hmm. Do that third one, too. Yes. You know, be thankful. That one. Practice, practice gratitude. I mean, these three things are they're, they're, John Wesley put those together for a reason. I mean, they're distilled from what it means to be a Christian in the world. This isn't theology like who is God. This is this orthodoxy, what we believe. This is orthopraxy, how we, we live, what we do, the practice of faith. And it, it seems almost too simple, those general rules. Do no harm. Do all the good you can. Stay in love with God. But the more you sit with those three things, the more you realize they embody orthopraxy, what it means to live rightly as a Christian, mm-hmm. as, a, as a human being. Yeah. Uh, so do those things. Practice gratitude. Be be thankful for the vaccine. Be thankful for the new. I don't want to use the word freedoms. The new liberties. The new. The, the, the whatever comes of it when you've had it. And mm-hmm. you, like I, I, I think I've been more afraid of getting COVID than I let myself know. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've told you this yet. Uh, so so you, we're both. We've both had the first shot, but not the second. Right. A Pfizer, if anybody cares. Uh, not, don't know <laughs> the that Pfizer matters, vaccine. but... Right. But the first... But it, some of the vaccines the double, are one it's shot. It's a two-dose. This is a two-shot. So we're in the middle. So we're not fully vaccinated yet. But even after the first one, there was kind of this, ah, now I'm not going to die from COVID. Like, you know, I know that's exaggerated, but I felt that. Yeah. Like, I think too. I was more afraid of getting it than I let myself know, and I probably still am. 
Yeah. But, Same here. Yeah. 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 Re there's there was a lot of fear that I was able to release. You know, as, as releasing fear. Yeah. That's a good way to say it. Um, and you know, not just the for myself, but also knowing that if if I'm protected from getting it, you know, it protects our kids too, because you know there isn't anything like a vaccine for them yet. Of course, they kids are a le lesser danger, but I think uh, Moderna just started testing. I saw it today. Okay, so so something's coming. Breaking news for a podcast that won't be out for a little while. <laughs> yeah, okay, <laughs> but yeah. Um, so okay. Uh, so yeah. So so here's a question. So since you got the first shot, have you yet changed any of your COVID practices? Your oh, look COVID at, safety practices. Look at you segueing. Segway. So at the risk of being taken out of context, I'm going to answer sarcastically. Oh yeah, I never wear my mask anymore. I just go out and live free. Yeah. No, that's not true. No, it's that's not. not true at all. First of all. Aren't our masks now a little bit of a security blanket? Oh yeah. I mean, our, our <laughs> maybe we're leaving our masks at home is going to feel weird when that time comes. But no. Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, we're not fully vaccinated yet. True. But uh, we still have our. First of all, the Pfizer vaccine was like ninety percent effective, and it was tested at ninety percent effective at a time when the rates weren't as high as now. So like I heard they say Johnson & Johnson tested lower, but at a time when the vaccine was higher, or the, the, the virus was higher. So it's it's actually possible on further testing that they both come out in the middle okay. uh, from an efficacy point of view. I'm going down the rabbit hole, aren't I? Yeah, I'm, I'm, okay. you're I read, losing me. I read too much. <laughs> My point is it's not 100% effective. So while the vaccine well, is still very present in our society, we still need to wear a mask for that last 10% chance. Right. And now That's one thing. It's it's effective in preventing death, like 100% in preventing deaths, very highly right. effective in preventing severe cases. And that's really what it's about is preventing deaths right. and severe cases of hospitalization. You still might catch a, you know, a mild and, version of it and that's okay. And you could still and it's unclear if you can still spread it or not. Right. And the best guesses that I've heard from smart people is that probably, you know, it's probably about the same. You know, you, you'll spread it less, but not zero. Mm -hmm. uh, so right now, while the, while the virus is still present in our society, we need to continue wearing a mask just for that reason. Right. For that last 10%. But do you see where we're going here? You see, you see where Amy's segue has taken us? There's still ethics that happen after you've had the vaccine. Yep. I heard on a podcast the other day, somebody who's fully vaccinated forgot their mask when they went to the grocery store. And like they felt so free from being fully vaccinated that they didn't realize they'd forgotten their masks, mm -hmm. their mask until everybody was looking at them funny. Oh, yeah. Now, see, for the comfort of others is another mm -hmm. reason to wear a mask. Do all the good you can, right? Mm -hmm. Even if you're not doing harm because you've been vaccinated, even if you're not doing harm. Doing all the good you can means assuring others that you're not going to harm them by yeah. leaving your mask on as a sign. Because mm -hmm. uh, we're not, we're not going to go around, you know, waving our vaccination cards, saying I'm vaccinated as a way to tell people, hey, I'm safe. Now it's my turn to segue. Yeah. Unless you're in Israel. 
Oh, do tell. <laughs> what are they doing in Israel? I have been reading so many interesting things. So Israel, Israel, uh, locked down hard. They, they, they uh, uh, somehow got the vaccination engine going faster. And so they are much more vaccinated than, than we are. There was a New York Times uh, podcast the other day that had uh, a reporter in Israel who went to a concert. And it was just like, what a luxury to go to a concert. Oh, my goodness. Like, can you even, I mean, just hearing oh her tell goodness, the story. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but here's the thing. In, in Israel, they all have an app on their phone called the, I think it's called the Green Pass. Mm. I could be wrong about that exact name. But it's an app that, that basically is connected to the government and certifies that you are vaccinated, that you are fully vaccinated. And restaurants are supposed to check your... Okay, I'm just going to call it Green Pass. I could have the name wrong, but I need something to say here. Okay. Restaurants are supposed to check your Green Pass when you go to eat. That you're vaccinated. Yes. And if you don't have it, well, it's carry out for you. Wow. There's a shop, There are shopping malls that are checking you, that app, checking the green pass, whatever it is, your vaccination status at the door. And if you're not vaccinated, you're not shopping. Wow. Now, on the, on the one side, like a, pub, a, a straight public health virus point of view, that's a pretty good plan. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just keep the virus out of our places. Yeah. But what if you're too poor to own a cell phone? Yeah. Or what if you have a medical condition that prevents you from being vaccinated? Yeah. What I mean, you could you could keep going on this for a long there time. There are a lot of what ifs here. Uh, there are a lot of what ifs ethically. Mm-hmm. They're ahead of us. We are going to be there soon. What happens if South Point Mall says, "I want to see your card"? Show us your what papers. What if Gateway Mall? Yeah, show us your papers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean. It's, it's, I, I've always been very much in support of mask wearing because I, I don't see that as a huge burden. We can give them out for free. Yeah. Nobody's too poor to have a mask because I'll give you one. And, and there are problems, there, there are folks for whom that it is a difficult thing to do. And, yep. and I do have compassion for that. But, I, but I have been in support of that. I have a bigger issue with, you know, how, how, how do what are, I would love if everybody voluntarily chooses to get the vaccine what do we do what what rules are there in place then if a significant number of people choose not to get the vaccine even if they medically can I believe I believe wholeheartedly that anti-vaxxers are wrong yeah the the evidence and the support out there is just uh Anti-vaxxers are wrong. That think the the believe the conspiracy theories going around about vaccines. However, what what right do I have to challenge their opinion any more than they have the right to challenge mine? Can we draw those kinds of lines in our society responsibly and ethically? And I, I'm with you. The, there's some big questions that are going to be coming up as far as what rules are will there be put in place requiring people to show proof of vaccination and as divided as our society is it's not going to get less divided for that no it's not (laughs) um Uh, and who knows maybe maybe we're wrong 
maybe the vaccine will, or maybe the virus will really start dying out once we get to even 60 or 70% vaccinated, but yeah, it's I a real know. possibility. Okay, now, can I share with you another one? Sure. This is the one I started to tell you earlier, but I thought I'd save it so I could, I could, I could throw it on you during the, while we're recording. Oh, great. <laughs> so, I want to give respect to the member of my church who suggested this because I'm a, I, I'm worried I'm going to badmouth the suggestion that came from a church member, and I'm not badmouthing it. I just think it raises an interesting question. Um, so I, I think I don't even remember who it was, but I thank them for bringing it. This mm -hmm. is it. So we're starting to fill up for Easter Sunday. We're three weeks out. Mm -hmm. We're our RSVP is almost full for what we can what we can hold, and someone suggested well. If you're fully vaccinated, you can safely be closer to other people. So what if we had a section of the sanctuary? See, we have chairs we can move around. You should know that. What if we had a section set up for people who are vaccinated where the chairs are closer together and then have full six-foot spacing for the people who aren't vaccinated? Oh, my. And then we could fit more people in for Easter. Okay. Chew on that for a second and discuss. <laughs> I I get the yeah. I mean, I it's get a the good idea. To, it's really creative. It's good wanna, engineering. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's a way to try and 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 fit more people in and and be safe and and yet it does privilege people who have gotten the vaccine, and it it, it kind of you've got. It sets it almost like I think of airplanes. You got your first class and your coach, you know. Yeah. Because um, we're we're still at a point where some people don't have access to the vaccine yet. Yeah. Um, and 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 at, at first, also also oh, the ahead. vaccine is it's it's a medical procedure, and we you know there's there's the question of of medical health information is protected private information. Oh, Isn't I hadn't it? even thought of that. And so, what what are the rules around that? Is is get, is whether or not you're vaccinated a private information that that you are allowed to keep to yourself, or is it you know, is it a public health thing that that people are allowed to ask you? Um, you know, lots of people are posting their cards on social media, which I don't know if that's wise or not. But you know, some people are freely offering that information. It's almost showing off. But yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, I. You made me think of another one too. And it's so I'm I'm all for until we get reach a certain herd immunity level, folks still need to have all observe the same precautions whether you're vaccinated or not in public yeah. spaces because. Uh, you know, you do. I'm going to be physically closer to the people who are clean than the yeah. people who are unclean yeah. to bring in leprosy in the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I thought I thought of another one, by the way. What, what about uh, African Americans, on whom the government did medical experiences experiments, experiments that yeah. were unethical over time, mm -hmm. and so the African American community has very good reason to doubt distrustful to distrustful so yeah mm -hmm. so how do we how do we hold an african-american to the same standard when they're coming from that cultural background and then start dividing and separating who's in and who's out based on that like it's yeah mm -hmm. messy messy i love thinking about it much more than i love living it mm -hmm. and doing it 
Yeah, it's um, it, it's messy. These these are the kinds of things that we got to be thinking about, and and that's why those of us who are vaccinated still need to be willing to to adhere to some of those distancing rules and masking that non-vaccinated folks are are adhering to, just because we're not all there yet. Um, yeah. So there you go. This this was a this this was a topic that's more orthopraxy than orthodoxy. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of theology, but it all comes down. You see how it all comes down to what are they again? Uh, do no do, harm. Do no harm. Do good. Do all the good you can. All the good you can, in all the ways you can, in as many places as you can, as often as you can, with as many people as you can. Uh, and, and love God. And love God. Do the things that help you stay in love with God. Don't just love God, do the things because you'll fall away if you don't. And it's that connection with God that also sustains you for doing the things. That's right, Cause, absolutely. You know, how many of us are feeling burned out right now? Oh, good heavens, yes. And you know, you, you've got to bring it back to God and, and that source of, of, that source of love, that source of strength, um, the source of our being. So, when you all decide, when am I going to take a vacation, consider these things. Mm-hmm. It, it it may well be right for you to go somewhere and to travel and take a vacation. It may very well be right. We've got our schedule. Right, we do. I'm just saying, I think it's the responsibility of a Christian to consider these things before pulling the trigger on that ticket, on that hotel reservation, whatever it mm-hmm. is. Uh, I think it's our responsibility to consider these things first and then do it well and rightly and in a way that does the most good possible. Yep. All right. Thank you all for joining us. We'll uh, we'll talk again soon. We, need to, we went from weekly to occasional, but we need to do them a little more often than we have mm-hmm. been. So send questions. Yes. Let us know what you want us to talk about or mm-hmm. not talk about or whatever. And when your chance comes to get the vaccine, do not throw away that shot. Go get it. Not throwing away my shot. <laughs> that is like, I don't know how many times Hamilton has been referenced on this podcast, but we'll add it to the list. Yep. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, everyone. <laughs>